From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 162. This week's show is brought to you by our friends over at lynda.com, where you can find thousands of courses on great topics taught by industry experts, and also by our friends over at Pen Chalet, where you're going to get great pens at great prices with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. My name is Mike Hurley and today I am blessed to be with a great pairing. A pairing kind of like peanut butter and jelly. But first, here's Brad Dowdy. My god, you're terrible. I know I am and our other <laughs> guest today is Mr. Ed Jelly. <laughs> who probably is now regressions back to high school and doesn't ever want to talk to me again. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll deal with it. <laughs> At least for the next hour. So uh, we need a, a retro 51 PB&J tornado that's going to be your next pin mike so there you go i wouldn't mind that actually i'm allergic to peanuts, i know so it would be a bit oh. of a problem okay okay well you and my daughter both well ed how's it going uh pretty good i I'd upgraded i'd upgraded to good good it's going swell <laughs> upgraded to good well it looks like it's going swell you know i've been I've, it's been it's been like a year since we talked you know if i was a professional podcaster i would have written down the last date and episode number um <laughs> that we talked but it's been like a year i, I would say and uh, a lot, a lot's been happening with you. Lots of good stuff going on, and uh, we're going to get into all that. And uh, so, I'm, I'm glad you joined us today. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me back. Would you believe that it's not been since episode ninety-eight? Ninety-eight. So that's like a year and a half. March nineteenth. Kind of. yeah. Oh wow! 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 That's a long that time. A long time. But it, it's it felt like yesterday. It does, and honestly, it does. It's 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 crazy. It's, when we these episode numbers are getting so large now, it kind of all runs together. It doesn't seem that long ago, but if you do the math, it's actually wow, that's a pretty long time ago. <laughs> so we got a bunch of a uh, bunch of new stuff we want to get into today, Mike. Does that uh, that work for you? I would love it. All right. So did you ever get into the pen type A Kickstarter way back in the day? You remember that? I know we've talked about that a million times because it. We've had some things to discuss about it. Did you, you never, you're never a high tech C guy, so you never got into the pin type A, right? No, I never, I never really, um, it was never really my bag just because I'm not a big high tech C guy. I mean, the pen type A, the body itself is, is very pretty looking and I can see why mm-hmm. people like it with a ruler and such, but no, it was never my thing. And what about you, Ed? Did you ever get into the, the pin type A back, uh, back in the day? No, I mean, I saw it and I thought it was cool. And like, mm-hmm. I think that was really when I was like, oh man, that's really expensive. And now I've kind of yeah. like dabbled and now I'm still kind of like, it's really expensive, but it's cool. <laughs> it's still totally expensive. But I, I'm bringing that up because uh, Sayway and Taylor uh, from CWNT, um, they're coming out with a revised model of the pen type A. And, you know, it's just something I wanted to mention. Um, they've been good, good friends to me over the years, and they reached out saying that they are. It's basically called the Architect Scale now, and they've redesigned the, um, basically the ruler piece on the for the Architect Scale. It's all laser etched, and all the rulers are nice. You can get it in Imperial or metric measurements. Um, you know, it's the same shape and design. It just looks more refined if you will so we'll have the link to that in the show notes for people who missed out on the pin type a and if you did miss out on the pin type a um there's lots of story to go along with that um and you should you should check out um you know all the the podcasts we've done on it and you know all the the blog posts on it there was all kinds of things going on uh with that that was one of the first uh that was the first kickstarter drama i think i was involved in and that was the first um like really long running obscenely 
crazy project that that ran on Kickstarter that just took I don't know maybe a good year than uh than it's when it first um when it first launched so yeah so I just thought I'd point that out there for anyone interested into into that and uh it it uh you know, I traded my pen type A and I'm kind of missing it. So I, I traded it for a, a Rotring back in the day. So I don't know. I might have to get back into one of these. So another, another, um, I wouldn't mind something I'd... like this as a pencil. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they ever did a pencil component for that or, or what exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if they, I'm, I'm racking, I'm, I'm racking my brain because it seems like I've seen something from them pencil wise, but uh, I, I don't think so. But yeah, that would be cool. Another one that's pretty cool that did land on Kickstarter that I backed is the SS001. Um, it's a mini pen and stylus. Um, Scott emailed me. Scott Scott Savage is the creator of this one, and he emailed me, and I just checked it out. I get tons and tons and tons of email. I'm sure you do, Ed, too. And I'm sure, Mike, you get a bunch as well. And he sent me this one, you know, just say, hey, check it out. And, you know, I, I check almost all these things out and I rarely back any of them these days. I just, you know, there's only so much, uh, so many differences you can get um, in all these different projects. But I thought this one looked pretty cool. It's a it's a really nice mini pen. I, I could do without the stylus, but it has a flat end cap so you can take the stylus off, but it might come in handy. So I did back this one. So I'm just throwing this out there for anyone who's looking for a good mini pen. Um, and it actually takes the the uh, Parker size refill in this in this mini component uh, pen, not necessarily the, the D1 refill that some of the other smaller pens like this do. Do you do you carry a, a small pocket type pen like this, Ed? Do you do you have anything like this in your in your carry arsenal, which we're going to talk about later? Um, I have a Fisher Space pen, like the bullet pen that works mm -hmm. uh, just fine because it's small. I forget it's in my pocket and I tend to wear the same jeans a lot. So it just mm -hmm. kind of hangs out there until I need it, which is cool. And uh, mm -hmm. I believe it's called the Move EDC pen that has like a built in machined loop that goes right on the key ring, which is pretty cool. And it's built yeah. around uh, one of those little barrel shaped Lamy ballpoint cartridges. I know exactly. So, That's a really good pen. I, I, I yeah, reviewed that cool. one. I really it's really well made. Yeah, that's what I noticed about it. Like, I'm like, ah, this looks like it could be a little cheap. And then I got it and I was like, oh, this is great. And uh, that kind of floats on and off the keychain because I have enough junk hanging off my keys that, you know, I have to choose selectively. And if I have a pen in my pocket, I probably don't need one on my keys, too, in yeah. addition to 10 more in my bag. So, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to we're going to talk about this, this keychain thing, because I, I, I have a I have more of a discussion on that. But uh, we're, we're, we got a lot to talk about it. You and I had. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here too. Yeah, Mike. Hey, Mike. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> do you do you carry any type of pocket pen? No. Like non fountain pen. Yeah, I didn't think you like if you're taking your field notes out. Like if you throw your field notes in your pocket and you're going down to the coffee shop, what yep. pen comes with you? Whatever I'm most recently using. Like it, it clip it. I don't, yeah, clip I, it to your shirt. Clip it to your pocket. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I clip it to the field notes. All goes in the pocket. Or mm. throw it in one of my lovely knock products. Nice. You know, maybe maybe in a little fodder stack or something, you know? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a perfect, perfect little uh, carry kit. Mm -hmm. The only thing about this SS001, if you scroll down and look at some of the images, when that uh, model name is flipped upside down, it spells loss. Um, so that's not necessarily a great thing. thought I'd point that out. Oh, that's, <laughs> I can't get that out weird. of my head now. I don't know. So anyway, it looks like a cool pin and uh, I hope it backs because I kind of want this one. So I hope it I hope it gets fulfilled. Well, it won't now. You've ruined the branding. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, 
I've never not been called a jerk. So does that make sense? I think that was a double negative. Yeah. So does that mean I'm a jerk? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much what I get. Well, this, okay. This will clear up any jerkness uh, on my part right here, Mike. (laughs) So I have an awesome reader of the, of the blog, Margaret, listener of the podcast. She's got a daughter named Maggie and Maggie is into all the pins that mom's into. And Maggie's a fan of the pilot friction. So she wrote and said, my daughter did this great review of the pilot friction. I think she's like nine. I'd have to go back and look at it. She did a great review of the pilot friction and she wanted me to share it with you. And it was a video review and it was, it's hilarious. I mean, it's just two little girls doing just this funny little pen review. They're in their own little world and there's this whole little backstory to it. So to prove that I'm not the jerk that you say I am, Mike. Um, we're going to put this link in the show notes. I got permission. I got permission from her. Um, and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Maggie's the name. Uh, the mom is Brit, I think. Yeah, Brit. I got them confused. But we're going to put this in the show notes because this will warm your heart. Hmm. And, you know, it it just shows that pen fans start young. This is when I was starting to become a pen addict when I was this age. And um, it, it's really cool to see the excitement of kids like I see it with my kids you know like they like to see all the new stuff that I get and we we you know unpack it and we talk about what each little pen does or pencil does and how there's all these different kinds and you know which ones can they have when I'm done with them and things you know that's very important to them so check out this review um I I did get the get the permission to link this into the show notes and you guys should watch it because it cracked me up seriously so do it I just want you to know that I don't think you're a jerk. Okay, thank you. I don't think I am either. Good. I, I'm I'm a realist, Michael. I, I keep it real. All right, Mike, so you own a Lamy 2000, right? Uh, you bet I do. And you're a big fan. I'm uh, Very much so. And Mr. Jelly, you own a Lamy 2000, right? I have two of them. I have the stainless yeah. steel and the uh, regular, yes. Show off. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I would say you're you're a big fan as well, right? Uh, yeah, that's my, my number one. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I am a Lamy 2000 guy as well. I own two of them, uh, not stainless steel, one extra, extra fine and one uh, broad that I've had into or turned into a stub nib. And this is consistently one of the best fountain pens on the market. Um, It's the right price point. It's the right style. It's the right look. It's the right feel for so many people. And I know I recommend it a lot. I know, Ed, you recommend it all the time. And uh, I, I just wanted to point out for those who didn't see it good friend of the show uh josh ginter who writes for tools and toys and also has his own blog at the newsprint did one of the best lami 2000 one of the best pen reviews i've ever seen he did a really really good job um in his lami 2000 review so i wanted to point that out um just so you know people are seeing the good work that josh does i'm a big fan of josh and his writing style and his photography and his thoroughness in in this review he went uh, he went really deep in this review um every centimeter of the pen is covered and the photography's great not quite ed jelly level let's you know just it's up there that out there it's it's up there though you know, josh uh, <laughs> my notes josh takes his <laughs> i was gonna say josh takes his photography seriously <laughs> like you do mr jelly I try. My notes yeah. were awesome photos and very informative. That's yeah. that's the bu- that's the bullet points. It is and it uh 
this is the the epic length Lamy 2000 post, but it was fascinating. I mean, this is a pen. It seems like I know everything about, and then I just I read this review from from top to bottom, and I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to make sure, um, you know, everyone else got a uh, a chance to read it as well. So I wanted to make sure to share that. Um, I did already on Twitter, and and wanted to put it in the show because I really really like it. So good job there, Josh. All right, Mike. I want to talk about a couple other new pens, but uh, let, let's talk about one of our good friends first. Sounds like a great idea. This week's episode is lovingly brought to you by our friends over at lynda.com, the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. You can get yourself a free 10-day trial by visiting lynda.com slash penaddict. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash penaddict. Lynda.com is for people that want to solve problems, people that want to learn new things. It's for curious people, people who want to make things happen in their life. Maybe that could be creatively or from a business perspective, no matter what it is you want to learn, Lender.com is going to be able to give you some stuff to help you feed your curious mind. And saying about that, the curious mind stuff, like one of the things that I love about Lender.com is that they have such a wide breadth of topics. And it's not just software right, or hardware. It's also like how you use the stuff, which is what I really love. So, I mean, I, I use this example. I've used it a few times, but I think it's a great example that you can learn how to use photo apps, right? You can learn how to use Aperture and Lightroom and the photos app. They have courses in all of these. You can learn how to edit your photos in like Photoshop or a program like that and make them look really great. But they'll also teach you how to achieve edge jelly levels of photography, right? So they will teach you how to how to light a scene and how to actually use your camera to its full potential. So it's more than just the software. I think a lot of people think lynda.com is just about software, but it's not. It's about way more than that. And one of my favorite ones that I've found, one of my favorite courses, is a body language course, which could be really good for business situations and stuff like that. Lynda.com has such, such a wide range of topics that you really, really should take advantage of the 10-day free trial. So you can just go in and just take a look at the type of stuff that you're interested in and see what kinds of videos they have there. And when you do find something that you love, you're gonna it's going to be great because they're going to be talked by top experts. Lynda.com get the very best people who are super passionate about teaching and they get those these people to create these videos for you. They can, um, all of the videos that you'll see, you can stream them on demand. You can even watch them on your Android or iOS device. You can watch them in any order that you want. You can create and save playlists of these too. And you can also browse and read along with the transcripts that they have or even search for an answer and skip to that point in the video just by clicking on the transcript. Your Lender.com membership is going to give you unlimited access to hundreds of training topics all for one flat rate. Whether you're looking to become an industry expert, you're passionate about a hobby, or you just want to learn something new, go ahead and visit lynda.com, that's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash penaddict, and sign up for your free 10-day trial. Thank you so much to lynda.com for the continued support of this show. So did you guys see the uh, the link making the rounds this week? And this may not be a new thing, but it's a new-to-me thing. The IKEA pin. Have you have you been aware of this uh, this item, Ed? Apparently they do pins, they do paper, kind of like a, a Muji-esque kind of thing. Or have you uh, checked these out at all, Ed? I saw a thing. Uh, I saw probably the same link where it was just like some crazy Swedish name and uh, they were mm-hmm. gel pens. And that's really as far as I got. I was like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was pretty much it. I think um, I think huh is being kind <laughs> to the pen. The pen is really bad looking. I mean, 
the the Stephen who did the review did an awesome review of the pen. It's I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it. It's the I mean, it's F U L L F O L J A. Um, I I'm not going to pretend pretend to pronounce it, but and it's one ninety nine a three pack at IKEA, but I just can't get behind this at all. It looks hideous. I mean, it's <laughs> it is like this mold injected barrel that looks like it just. They plopped it out of the molding and threw it in a package. It looks completely unfinished. Um, it's, you know, I know Ikea, it, you know, like Muji, they they want to keep it simple and plain. But this is like to the extreme. And, but I mean, I, I, I guess you can't really complain about $1.99 for a three pack. It's a pen. It writes. But I think that's probably the only good thing I'm going to be able to say about it. I did see somewhere where they do some paper products. Um, I'll have to find that link. And it looked, I don't know. Those that look like look like they might at least have a shot. Uh, this pen, on the other hand, um, d- does not have a shot, and uh, I don't know that I would touch these with a with a ten foot pole. So, it's a interesting idea, and I like to see companies de- doing this. I guess, but this one just looks like a super fail. But you know what? It's IKEA. People rolling in the store, they'll they'll throw these in their in their basket. They're spending hours at the store anyway, as it is. So you know, just throw the $2 pack of pens in their, their cart and they'll be done with it and they'll be happy. But, uh, yeah, so maybe I'll get one of these, one of these one day to, uh, to review just to see, and you know, maybe I'll be wrong, but, um, I don't have high hopes for this one at all. So Ed, what day are you showing up uh, for the DC pen show? Uh, well, I'm moving into my house on August 1st. So Mm. probably next year. Dang. That's right. Yeah, man. I know. I know. Break, oh, break, break the bad news on the show. It does. Uh, that stinks. I was I was hoping you'd show up. I didn't know. That's why I wanted to put you on the spot. But that was a that was <laughs> no, a really right. good answer. That was a, yeah. that was a really uh, really good answer. And uh, you know, I'm it was an excuse I, I'm totally really. Down with that. Yeah, it was an excuse. You know, well, <laughs> I still have time to guilt you into it, right? We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Megabucks wanted... from the city is like thirty bucks. So uh, we'll see, yeah, see what you happens. Know what? They would have to pay me more than that to get on there so we'll see it, it could be an adventure <laughs> yes it could be an adventure now that i would like to see some periscopes from so uh you, <laughs> you, you can do that for us <laughs> but I, I mentioned dc because i wanted to make a correction from something i said uh last week uh my good friend lisa van s who is in the chat room today hi lisa everyone say hi to lisa she uh she's uh she's braving the chat room um which is a pretty scary thing to do but i mentioned last week that um the owner of Bung Box would be attending the show. She actually is going to have a table there, um, which I am ecstatic about and sad about all at once because that's where all my money is going to go. They're going to bring some of their special edition pins um, that Sailor and Pilot make for them. And that just, I didn't have a budget or any particular shopping list, but it's probably going to all be done at the Bung Box table now. So. And also a great friend of the podcast, Mel, she, who uh, shops at uh, Bunk Box, she, you know, she mentioned the same thing to me, that she is going to have a table and she's going to be bringing a bunch of stuff. And uh, it's, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, it's going to be a busy table. Yeah, that's going to be kind of out of hand. And that, I don't know if this is her first trip to the States or the first pin show, but yeah, it's going to be pretty, <laughs> pretty intense, but uh, I will be over there front and center, whichever day she arrives, Thursday, Friday, and checking out all the goodness because they have this, um, this Pilot 91 in this blue finish that they had specifically made for the Bungbox store, 
and no, I don't know if they still have any. It was a limited edition. They might have sold them all out. But if she brings that to the show, I'm definitely coming home with one of those. So I, d- I did um, come home uh, to a new pin this weekend, Mike. I got my I got my Shinobi in. Oh, man. Yeah, so we're going to have to talk about that. And not today, because I need some more time with it. But um, everyone's asking me about it. I took, um, I took some um, pictures over the, over the weekend, posting them up on Instagram. I'm having a lot of fun with this pen. It's, uh, it's really, really cool so far. So I just wanted to mention that. And I'll post up some more uh, photos on Instagram because people keep asking me about it. So I will do that here soon. And um, just suffice to say, it's awesome. Uh, it's as awesome as I expected it to be. And I'm glad I got it. So, all right, Ed, we're getting, we're getting to you. We're almost there. We're almost to the, we're almost to the full Ed. And we just want to knock out the pen blog of the week, which is a brand new blog to me. And I only, um, discovered it mm, two days ago. It's called just another pen blog. And it was, it was, um, gosh, what's his name? Jonathan? Who sent this to me? Okay. So I'm, I'm terrible. I can't find, I can't find his name. I'm sorry, but, uh, it's a really good, really good blog. It's laid out very, very well. And there's other great EDC posts on there. It's a fan of the Odo graphic liner, which I'm a huge fan of and talks about fountain pen. So everyone check out just another pen blog and we'll have that link in the show notes. All right, Mike, I'm chomping at the bit to talk to Ed about some very specific stuff he's been working on. So uh, why don't you talk about one of our good friends and then let's get into it. This week's episode of The Pen Addict is brought to you by The Pen Chalet. You know these guys by now. They sell the very best in authentic, amazing rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more, you know, including... They sell a bunch of other stuff that you're going to want, like carrying cases and pen holders, refills, fountain pen converters, and so much more. Pen Chalet have everything. They have all your favorite brands. They have Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, and Kaveco, to name just a few, and they're an authorized dealer of all of them. They give the greatest customer service, super fast, super reliable. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee because that is super important to them. They're always adding new types of pens every single month, and they're always, you know, they're, they're giving out special discounts, doing closeout sales and stuff like that. You can get free shipping on any order of $50 with the Pen Chalet in the United States, but they also sell internationally and they have very reasonable shipping rates for that too. So what you want to do is go to penchalet.com and use the code PENADDICT. That's going to get you 10% on your order. Now, whenever you're thinking about buying a new pen, it would always really help the show if you go and check the Pen Chalet first, and if they have it, buy it there with that code, and you're going to save 10% off and also help support the show. But you should also go there, as always, and click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password PENADDICT for even more savings as well as your 10% off. And we have a special offer this week, the Platinum 3776 Fountain Pen in black with the rhodium trim, which has the slip and seal cap, it retails at $270, but they, you're going to get it for 50% off plus the 10% pen addict coupon. So that $270 pen, you will be able to get it shipped to the US, like, you know, because the shipping will be free for $121.50, which is an incredible what? deal. All right, I'm going to have to get that. <laughs> I keep holding off. The, ever since Platinum did the. Uh... The rhodium trim for them on the 3776 is new. It's a new thing. They've always had the gold trim, and it looks fine. You know, it's just black and gold, very standard. And 
I generally don't go for that. I have gold trim and some other pins, but generally not an all black pin with all gold furniture. These platinum ones have been driving me crazy because I want one now uh, because I've always wanted this pin and um, I'm sorry, the uh, the rhodium trims. Um, I, I've always been wanting one. Good grief. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I could pass that deal up. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to shop for this. Uh, I don't. I don't have time to buy it on the show today, like I have done in the past. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to see if I can uh, get in on that because, like, what does it come to? One twenty six or something? That's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was not prepared for that price. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a super super incredible deal. So. Very, very awesome. You should go and take a hit, go and take advantage of that. Thank you so much to Pen Chalet for sponsoring Relay FM and the Pen Addict. Yeah, there it is. One twenty one fifty. That's uh pretty nuts. Pretty for, sweet, right? Uh gold nim platinum pen. Yeah, very, very sweet. So I'll be checking out that out. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Pen Chalet, and uh wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry, that uh really did legitimately caught me off guard. Alright, so this caught me off guard, Ed, a couple weeks ago. No. You broke the pen internet by I did. Po- you did. You totally did. And and that's actually why I was like, I gotta get you back on the podcast now, because you did not just a review for the new J. Herbon sixteen seventy Emerald of Chavar um fountain pen ink that they're coming out with. You actually did the product shots and the product video for this. So Set me up back from the beginning how this happened. So everyone who follows fountain pens and pens and things online saw this ink and saw the incredible videography and the incredible pictures of just how amazing and all the features that this ink has. But I want to start before then and how did it come about to where you actually worked with um, Jay Herbon or uh, uh, Execlair, I'm assuming, yeah. who is the um, um, distributor in the U.S. for them. Tell us how that all came to be and how you came to work on this project, because I think it's really cool and I'm really impressed how it how it came out. Thank you. Uh, first off, um, it goes back like I think two and a half years at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I did like a video for my site, just like uh, I'm going to play around with video. And um, I guess through like, hey, do you want to send me some Rhodia pads? And then they started following the site and then they saw the video and then they're like, hey, can you make a video for us? And then uh, they liked the first one, which is this is going back like two years. It was just mm-hmm. um, their like classic pad showcase. And now that I look at it, I'm like, oh, my God, I've gotten two and a half years better at doing this. Thank God. <laughs> and uh, they've just we've just always been in touch. And uh, recently they had a nice little marketing budget and they uh, contacted me to do some more videos and some photography for them. And they um, they is Karen and uh, mm-hmm. Sonny. They're both great people. Um they're based out of New York City. I'm on Long Island. So I just hop on the train. I go in there. We talk about, you know, what they want for their upcoming project. They feed me lunch. I'm very grateful. And then um, I go off and and literally film ink dry. Mm. Sounds thrilling. But I mean, to everybody listening, it is. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, we are um, we're definitely, you know, into that type of minutia where <laughs> watching ink dry is actually something positive <laughs> it's a thrilling prospect it is it is but, but um, uh, yeah that was yeah. pretty much it yeah execlair is great and they carry all kinds of great brands like you were saying you know claire fontaine rodia karen's awesome she's been there for years and so when it came okay so they said hey we've got this new ink 
uh, that uh, Jay Herbon's getting ready to put out this summer. And it's in the same lineup of ink as, you know, the um, Rouge Hematite and the, the Blue Ocean. I, f- I forget the exact name of that one. And the uh, Stormy Gray where it's got the like the gold sparkles in it. Right. And, you know, I've been, you know, people love those inks. You know, I'm not personally a huge fan, but it, it doesn't matter. They look awesome. You know, they're, they're visually stunning. Right. This Maybe not one, great for like everyday writing because of the gold and it's a little weird but i mean they're definitely right. like great fun let me load this up in like a broad or, or an italic or a stub or something right kind of inks what this ink did was separate itself so far from those other three inks in what it the way it acts on paper tell me about actually using this ink and is it as great to use as it looked in your pictures and videos because i've never seen anything like this i mean i'm a big fan of blues and red sheens but this is a whole nother level unlike any other ink i've I've seen before it really is at at first like when i was taking the pictures i'm like oh man i hope everybody else has this experience because i don't want to be like the guy behind false advertising but then like (laughs) a couple retailers have gotten their hands on bottles and i'm like oh yeah it looks the same like a goulet like theirs looks yeah the gold and the red and the green and the shading. There's like four things going on with this ink. That's kind of like crazy. Um, I did the video with like a folded nib, but then I also mm-hmm. had it in um, a broad Lamy 2000. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of like thinner version, but still the same thing. There's a ton of that super fine gold flake. There's the great shading from that, like bright teal to almost like a dark green. And then like everything's like surrounded with a slight red uh, edge to it. So it's it's got a lot going on and it's like super fun to just doodle around with even to regular write like I threw it in um, a pilot uh, was it custom 72 74 74 mm-hmm. uh, fine nib and it was it was still fun in there it was like uh, you know I prefer it in the super wide you know really yeah. see it on the page but I think it's just as capable in the the fine Japanese fine nib as it is in the other ones but um it's great i mean it doesn't it hasn't clogged anything yet um it's smooth it it's got good flow other you know can't really say yeah. anything bad about it i really love it yeah so the wor- word on the street after the first batch of stormy gray came out was that they modified the formula so the gold flake was i guess more manageable like from a use and cleaning perspective like it became it's finer more- yeah, it's, it's like it's, a finer powder because it's got to be like some sort of powder floating in there. But uh, it's definitely smaller in nature mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than it yeah, has and that, been, like the particles. Yeah, that's really good. Do, so do you have this in one of your daily carry pens? Would, um, you carry, would you carry this on a regular basis and, you know, leave it in your pen for a couple weeks? Yeah, you know what? It's been in the Lamy 2000 for I've had the ink for a while and I had to mm-hmm. keep my mouth shut about it, which is even worse because I found Duh. out about it like two and a half months ago and then I got a bottle <laughs> like That's a month terrible. ago. And then like I'm like, ah, oh, they're like, don't tell anybody, you know, and then I'm like, none of my friends <laughs> you're are like, but have you this. but have you seen this? I have to. Tell yeah, people. so I, I couldn't tell anybody relevant, like, <laughs> which is just horrible. Yeah. But um, it's been the Lamy 2000. I haven't fully cleaned it out. I haven't had any issues. It's still you know chugging ahead with you mm-hmm. know the gold flakes n- not no difference i've had no problems with it yeah so it, it's been in that pen which is with me all the time cool um unfortunately i have to send the bottle back so oh. i've just been kind of like filling everything with it <laughs> to hold me over 
So uh, it's in my Twisby 580 aluminum and the Pilot Custom 74. Hmm. This right looks, now. looking at your photos, this looks way more impressive than the Stormy Gray. Like, the Stormy it's... Gray for me just didn't really do anything. Yeah, I don't think it's even close. I mean, like, no. I, I'm not, I haven't been a fan of the Stormy Gray. I'm all in on this ink. This is like calling my name big time. So I, I, I can see me using this on the regular. What about, do you think you would, are you into this at all, Mike? I mean, I know, I I don't know. I, I, I can't decide what you would, what you would do with this ink. Well, Ed, like, I feel like I know you well, but I, I don't know on this one. Ed, have you used this in like a medium or a fine nib? Yeah, I have it in um the pilot fine. It still has like some of the same, you know, characteristics, but not as much uh magic, I guess you could say. Yeah, you see, still get the, the shading. It, you still get some of the uh you know, the gold is obviously less pronounced and you get a little bit of that red outline, but it's really kind of for me, I'd say like a medium and up kind of ink. You see, mm-hmm. I like mediums. If it shows well in mediums, maybe I, maybe I will try and pick up a bottle of this. Like, yeah, I think I'll I think I'll go for it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I I think so too. I mean, I I you know I I bought the the Stormy Gray with the the, the same thing, and I I just couldn't get into it. There wasn't there actually the gold flakes didn't bother me as much as kind of the lack of shading. It was just kind of a dark gray ink, and you know I have plenty of other grays that I enjoy more than that, so I I gave it away. But this one, I, I am all about, and I know what is this coming out in August? I think is when this is uh, landing in, in retailers' shelves. I think um, I know some I of them are taking. Plan. Yeah, I think some of them are even taking pre-orders. I think Goldspot might be doing pre-orders and things like that. But this is all the the when the Stormy Gray came out, it, it was pretty hyped ahead of time, and retailers had a hard time getting enough stock. Um, this is going to be way worse, <laughs> unless unless Jay Herbron. Uh, plans ahead and ships way more but uh, I think this is going to be far and away the best of that series and it's not even going to be close I think this is going to be this is going to be the hot ink for the rest of the year I, I'm, I'm pretty certain so well you, yeah it was, you did it was big a, yeah you did it you did an amazing job and I, you know and I think you're part of making it big just because of the pictures and video you did for it honestly I mean I've watched it several times and um you know, when you're a pen addict like myself, you can watch <laughs> videos of ink drying like we talked about several times and see something different every time. You're like, oh, my God, look at that. And, uh, yeah, I if you can't tell, I'm I'm seriously impressed with this ink. And I, I think it's going to be going to be hot stuff. So now I want to talk about flipping it a little bit. And we've kind of covered it, you know, on, on the surface. I want to talk about the pens that you're using the pens that you're carrying on a daily basis, because I've noticed from you over probably the past year since we've talked about, since we've talked last and, you know, I read your blog religiously and I read everything you write and obviously look at all the pictures. (laughs) I've, I've noticed a refinement, if you will, in what you're carrying. Like you almost have like your fountain pen carry game on lock. Like it's set. You know, it's like I've found like Ed has found his pins for him. And tell me about kind of what you're going through with like your current pin carry. If my observations are <laughs> are real or I'm just making it up in my head, um, you know, just tell me about what you're, you know, enjoying using these days. And if this is really kind of 
a refinement of the bigger picture of all the fountain pens that you've had in the past? I'd say you're you're definitely pretty uh, dead on with your assumption. Like, uh, first off, I'm more of a like a user than a collector. Like, I don't really find any benefit to having like ten draws full of pens that I'm not going to use because it just seems like kind of wasteful to me. Um, mm. So I think what I'm kind of going through with what I use on a daily basis is kind of a direct reflection of that. In that, uh, if I don't like something, there's no way I'm keeping it. Like I bought mm-hmm. uh, the M805 Straceman after like two months of being like, oh my God, I really want this. This looks awesome. <laughs> and then I got it and then I sold it a month and a half later because it just wasn't doing it for me. Yeah. Which is crazy. Was... Like people are going to be like, oh my God, that's like my, my grail pen. I can't wait to get that. And then I got it. Um, actually one extremely devastatingly expensive order from pen chalet that and the stainless steel Lamy 2000 in one shot wow. what was and, that pen uh, the pen you didn't like i think i missed the name the pelican m805 stressman or stressman the uh gray anthracite m805 with the silver trim it's a stunner I it's mean, like that... a, it's like a 700 dollars pen like it's no joke yeah and uh that's I don't know. I, I, got, I got rid of it. I was just like, uh, it's not not bonding. And, oh, uh, yeah. I remember this guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a beauty. So that's kind of been like my attitude. Like if I can like, you know, be lusting over this one thing for, you know, since it was announced to when it shipped and then get rid of it because I'm not using it. I think that's kind of a reflection of what's going on. And I think mm-hmm. in the last post I made about what I'm carrying with me, I, I had that realization that like, this stuff is uh, I'm starting to post the same post every month or so. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't you know, that's weird to me that I feel like after like, you know, four or five years of uh, extreme fountain pen hobbying slash pen reviewing, like I finally know what I want. And then I don't necessarily not like it's a waste of time because I, I have fun buying new stuff and trying it. But mm-hmm. I don't have that attitude like, oh, my collection's great now. It's like I just want the stuff that I use to be great right now. So I'm having the issue where I've I'm getting that in that refinement stage. I know very much which pins are my favorite. I'm realizing like I definitely don't look at it as it like a collection. I mean, it's a collection of pins, but it's not next necessarily that I'm collecting pins. You know, it's two different things. But I'm finding that the the best way I figured out how to put it is I have like a tier one of pins, right? Oh, that, I am so on board with this. Yep. Yeah, that yep. I always have. It doesn't matter if I'm not using them at the particular time, but when I do use them, I get that pure enjoyment of like I was inking it up for the first time, and it's a wonderful writing experience. And then I have this tier two of pins that there's something that I like about it, but it's never beating out the one of the tier one pins to make it into a a permanent carry like i might carry it for two weeks and then it's back in the case for six months and you know i it's like i'm trying to force the enjoyment out of this tier two level of pins but at the same time i haven't gotten rid of any of them and that's the part i can't figure out is why why don't i just move on from some of these pins i don't think if they're in that tier two section that i'll necessarily miss them because they don't give me the same feeling when I use the pens. I mean, the, you know, the reason I use pens and I think a lot of people that listen to the show and, and guys like y'all, they, you know, they, they make you feel different. 
like when you use them, there's something special about them that you attach with, you know, just like, you know, Ed and your, I'm looking at your carry, you know, two Lamis, a Nakaya pilot, Mont Blanc and a Lamy Safari, you know, those ones really speak to you. And with me, it, you know, it's a lot of, on the same lines. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm getting stuck, you know, I'm still trying to figure things out, but my tier one level of pins is getting smaller and my tier two is getting bigger and I need to do something with this tier two and because it's just getting overwhelming and I don't need all these other things, you know, don't be afraid to move on from these pins, you know, if you, if you need to. And that's the part that I, that's the hump I haven't gotten over yet. It's definitely a mental thing, right? Cause I don't have any problems selling them, but at the same time, I'm not selling them. I'm just not making the effort to do it. And I don't know what's holding me back from that. So that that's one of the challenges I'm having. So when I see a post like yours and just look at the last six or nine months of your post, I was like, Ed's got this down. He's really <laughs> figured out <laughs> what he wants. And, it, you know, that doesn't mean you're not going to buy new things. That doesn't mean there's new pins in the rotation. But the ones that you're not using, you're moving on from where I'm not moving on from them. And that's something that uh, I'm, I'm working on. So um, do you have any tips for me? <laughs> I don't know. I, I the more you the, the more you explain that, the more I'm like, wait, that's me, too. Because yeah. like I still do have that rest of them that I'm like, oh, I could like every time I go to like sell some stuff, I'm like, this guy's going to go. And then yep. uh, it to- it doesn't I don't have the heart to take the picture and put the listing up. Right, right. Yeah. Which is so, like weird. Like, I don't know why I have this, but maybe I'll use it one day, but yeah. I can't quite get rid of it. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts on this, Mike? Help me out. So the tier one thing is interesting to me because I know that I'm like this now. I know you are, Ed, clearly you are as well. I think that like maybe as a small group, we are all kind of at the point now where we've we've effectively bought all the big grail pens that we have that we want. Like I Mm -hmm. I think we've all kind of got to the point now where we have the big, Spies and also we, everyone's so clued in to each other from listening to podcasts and reading blogs that like there isn't a really great pen now that we don't all know about. So like for example, the Sailor Pro Gear is like it's probably my favorite pen that I own, mm-hmm. and I know about that because of you, Brad. And I don't think I ever would have found it on my own. And Sailor was Sailor still isn't really a brand I know too much about, so I probably still wouldn't have bought it. But now I'm at the point where it's like I've got maybe like six or seven pens that it's like the i don't even i there is nothing in the world except maybe a nakaya that could be added to this that i really think could knock any of these away because it's just like this this selection is for me uh a lot of it stuck around for a while and it's like i just i can't see how it could get any better than this in this little group and and i think that that is maybe how it's just going to be for a little while and we're just going to, you know, adding at the tier two level or then, you know, maybe tier zero where it is these super crazy expensive pens like Nakayas and stuff, mm-hmm. which I don't even think count. Like, I just think it's just <laughs> so expensive that it's like it's a whole other different level of stuff. But, you know, you're looking at like the 100 to $250 range, and I think everyone, like that, I know at least in that does this stuff, we kind of know what we want, and we kind of got what we want. Yeah, and Ed, at one point, did you have more than one Nakaya? It seems like you got the first one, and then you kind of went berserk there for a second. Am I no, misthinking? No, I, th- I think you're misthinking. I, I did the okay. one, and then uh, 
one and done but it's funny you okay. mention that because i like i've been looking at like i find myself on nibs.com like more often <laughs> and terrible. i'm like oh no why am i back here and then, uh, <laughs> see tier I, zero I man know. yeah it's a you gotta whole have the, different the, thing the yeah. diamond class i want the uh you know you need like the special player card to get in <laughs> see i know what i want like you know i haven't the nakaya in my mind that i want but i'm in no rush to buy sure. it yeah, that's kind of getting to, to where I'm at now is is the rush. Um, I don't want to be necessarily in a hurry anymore. Um, I'm very rarely am, and I, I am definitely to that point. Um, so yeah, the, but this is good. I, I've I just you know to to circle back around, Ed. I I'm getting a lot from seeing your loadout post like this because it, it's telling. You know, for someone like myself who's followed you for a long time, you know, I can kind of connect the dots a little bit. And I'm like, huh, this is this is super interesting to me. You know, I'm, I, I, I definitely noticed that. And one thing I did notice in your June, um, I'm, I'm referring to your 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 loadout. I'm saying like right. this, uh, this, everyone knows you did a June uh, 2015 <laughs> fountain pen loadout. I, right. I, I probably should mention that. But I, I did notice that you're a big tease in your post and you happen to have an ink sample page and you have one blotted out um, that says Mr. Ink. So why don't you go ahead and tell everyone what it is? Oh, that was the, the J Herban. Uh, oh, it was, so that... uh, it was pre-announcement. And then, uh, gotcha. I said that was in there. I, I couldn't do it. Couldn't say it yet. It wasn't released. <laughs> nice. So nice. I, okay. I had to be sneaky about that. Nothing even so more now... sneaky. I think that was as sneaky as I could get. <laughs> so now that that's all, that's all cleared up. Yes. All right, so there's a there's another post you did. So that was your pen loadout, and kind of in conjunction with that, although not necessarily specifically hand in hand, you did the five best inks for everyday use. Right. I want you to talk about this post a little bit. What you, what kind of the setup was, um, because I'm going to take some umbrage, uh, with your choices. So I, I want to hear a little bit about yeah, the no, setup here. And, um, you know, tell me what you were trying, trying to accomplish here with this ink and tell it, you know, with this ink post and tell everyone, you know, kind of, kind of your idea behind it. Cause I think it's a great idea. There's, there's different ways we all use inks. And I think inks for everyday use is like a really, really good category to have a batch of inks and just kind of the no, the no brainer stuff. So tell us about this post. Um, I actually got like kind of the inspiration and kind of like the, the setup for this post. Um, for those who don't know, I've been writing for everydaycarry.com, uh, mm-hmm. for about, almost six months now which is kind of crazy and uh the post style is more like what we do over there like Mm -hmm. i've always been kind of like anti list post Mm -hmm. because i feel like they lack uh you know if you go on buzzfeed you you feel dumber for looking at any of those things and they're like you know top 20 diner mugs for coffee drinking that's what's in front of me but that's probably a list on buzzfeed and i wanted to take the list article and kind of actually teach teach people something Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of what we do over at Everyday Carry. And I'm like, you know what? I can apply this to my site and in a way that would help. And I, I figured a good basic list for people who may not be completely into pens or who might not know where to start. Because if you click on, you know, like any ink page on any of the online retailers, it's like immediately overwhelming because you there's a bunch of brands. There's a bunch of colors. There's it's the single it's the single most overwhelming thing for new users is choosing an ink. Absolutely. So 
when I set out to do this post, you know, I picked some of my kind of favorite things that were like appropriate for, you know, if you are at the office or if you're, you know, you just like writing in black ink or maybe you want to, you know, a blue black. And I just picked a blue black, a black, a blue, a red, and then a green. And I figured mm-hmm. that was like, you know, I'm not going to do like an everyday purple ink. I'm sure there are plenty mm-hmm. of people that love that, but I it just didn't really fit the whole kind of thing I was going for. Yeah, yeah, I, I would buy that too as far as the color choices. And, and Mike, I'm sure, is sad that there's not an orange in there. But, you know, for, for everyday use, you know, it, you're trying to fit into a certain, you know, uh, answer a certain question. And just, you know, the purples and oranges are just not going to fit in that. So first issue I take is you're wrong about Shinkai. It should be number one, not number three. <laughs> so okay. I, I expect a, a correction posted soon. <laughs> I will well, uh, maybe I'll add a disclaimer for uh, <laughs> you know order might not reflect my opinion on the uh, <laughs> the no, I'm just kidding um but no, uh, the real question I had is the the inclusion of Sailor Kiraguru Nano Black I would have never thought to put this into an everyday use ink just because of the ink properties I mean it's it's probably one of the single best inks on the market but for an everyday ink I, it wouldn't even registered probably like in my top 30 is that um, because of the every, pigmentation or yeah because of the pigmentation and maintenance required you know it it dries out in my pens you know if you don't use them for like two or three days you really got to work at it to get it out and um but when it's when it's on it's amazing it's an amazing ink there's no doubt so what what makes you like use this for like an everyday type ink um i think because it, it's the darkest black it's one of the mm-hmm. smoothest writing inks i've used the uh the permanent nature of it meaning you can write on important stuff and it won't go away if it happens to get wet um and i think the fact if you're using it every day you should Mm -hmm. be going through enough ink to where the maintenance shouldn't be like oh i left this sitting for for a month Mm -hmm. and now it's hardened up so if you're using it as like this is my go-to black this is every day i don't think you'd have that much of an issue like to be honest like you just said like it it you've had it gum up on you and i just mm-hmm. pulled out my bombi 2000 medium nib that's been full of the ink for a, probably the better part of the last month i can check my loadout if, mm-hmm. you know to verify the date but i definitely haven't used it in a week and a half to two weeks and it, it came out fine like i know you Good. prefer like fine ultra extra fine yeah and, like, microscopic fine nibs so yeah <laughs> maybe give it a try before you commit to you know a $20 bottle of ink if you tend to prefer a finer writing pen yeah and that's a good point that it is you know that that ink is legitimately great I mean it's one of the one of the best inks around um I had I just have to be very specific when I'm using it that I'm putting it in the right pen that's going to have the right usage pattern um, to enjoy the ink properly because it's legitimately good. So you, you you said something interesting there just a second ago that I want to circle back on. So tell me about um, your your loadout um, tracking. So you you have a date and um, how are you tracking your your pens and inks that uh, you're you're loading out? Because you you just mentioned that and I thought that was pretty neat. Um, well, actually, I just went to go check the actual post that I posted on the website. Uh, so like if I scroll down, I'm like, oh, yep, Lamy 2000 Medium still has that Sailor <laughs> ink in it. I know it's been in there since at least June 16th. Yeah. So like, I, I've I kind of been more that. casual about it, to be honest. Like when I was in college, which is only maybe two years ago at this mm-hmm. point, uh, 
everything would get like super cleaned out on Sunday night. And I was doing a lot more writing and a lot more notes and then a lot more changing. And now I feel like, uh, you know, at work, I'm not writing nearly as much as I was with, you know, note taking and everything. So things kind of tend to stick around a bit longer. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that that's kind of the reason behind that and why I say uh, I, I haven't been crazy about changing things out. Yeah, I, I keep threatening to do a better job at like logging when I ink something up and, you know, how long it's been in there, things like that. And I just keep not doing it. But that's something I, I plan on doing eventually. So um, the Diamine Ace of Blue. So I haven't used this ink. It looks really cool. So tell me why. Tell me why that one's number one on your list. Um. I liked it because I thought it was really close to the uh, Konpeki, the Iroshizuku mm -hmm. ink. I don't know if I said any of that right. Bear with Sounds me. Sounds right to me. Yeah. Um, but I find that ink to be, it's super bright, which is why I love it, but also bright in a way that I don't necessarily know if I would feel comfortable writing serious things that other people are going to read in like. Oh, I wrote hyper, so many serious blue. things in that ink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also did the same in, Irosh in uh, Fuyugaki as well, but whatever. Yeah. Maybe there's a different definition of serious on the other <laughs> side of the ocean. Oh, no. no. These were like, you know, uh, marketing documents for a million do billion dollar company. So That's nice. Marketing is a creative position, though. So like, oh, the cool marketing guy with the orange ink. <sighs> you didn't work in my company, man. <laughs> no, I've been creative there. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like a it's like a slightly subdued version of that blue ink, which is one that I really love. It's usually in mm -hmm. at least one of my pens. But then I, I got one of those mini bottles of the diamine, yeah. diamine, however. And uh, I was really like, wow, this is great. This is kind of like a slightly less intense version. It performs well. And uh, I'm a big fan of the brand. So this was kind of like just barely edged it out for like my interpretation of what an everyday blue ink would be like. Yeah, that's a great that's a great shade. I'm gonna have to try this one out. I, that's a that's a color I really enjoy. I don't like basic what I call fountain pen blue, you know, which is like the royal blue, um, right? That you get that all the you know the cartridges ship, you know, with your Lamy or whatever pen, your new pen you're getting. I'm not a fan of that color, but these bright blues, um, I I, I really really enjoy. So, man, this is you've been you've been knocking out some good stuff here, and I'm wondering. Uh, do you have anything else up your sleeve here coming up coming up soon? Because um, you know this Jay Herbon one, uh, you kind of broke uh, broke the fountain pen internet with that one. So what else? What else you got coming up? Um, I have something that showed up from Karis Customs today that mm -hmm. I really only got a very brief chance to look at. Oh, like um, literally today? Literally today. Like I was sitting at my desk at work, and they said, "Here's a package," and I opened it and uh, wrestled through like twenty layers of bubble wrap, and there were. <laughs> um three pens in there that um our good friend dan bishop has been teasing on his instagram mm -hmm. and uh it may or may not be their new fountain pen Ooh, yeah that's that's something i'm i'm anxious to to see because i'm a big fan of the ink for sure like i i just got my second ink and it took me until i got my second ink to use it all the time i don't know why i mean my first one's just fine but the second one i did a, a better job in getting the the red barrel with the uh with the brass section but uh the the new fountain pen from Karas, i i will be anxious to get in my hands and, and see what it's all about so hopefully uh are you are you going to tease us with some uh some pictures or some action shots or, or are you going to uh you going to hold off for a while and and keep them all to yourself I'm actually I'm doing their uh, Kickstarter video 
So, oh, well, cool. Uh, that's why I have them early. Nice. Um, and I'm going to be doing that. So I guess when the campaign for these guys launches, you will see a video made by me um, for them mm-hmm. showcasing the whole kind of thing. Very but they're cool. cool. Very... So far, so far, so good. I mean, there's an aluminum, a brass, and a copper. And uh, I didn't even get a chance to ink them up yet. So I have them. But first impressions are good. Okay. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so so what else? Where what else you got going on? You're you're writing for everyday carry everyday carry. Um you're still writing your blog. What else you got going on? Are you you're doing a lot of um side photography projects as well, or or is that just kind of as it comes? Uh here and there, I mean as it comes, uh I just did the um product shots for uh tactile turn uh mm-hmm. will over there he did those two razors the pruner yeah. and the pairer um i did all his product shots for those um i did a couple things for the new execlair catalog um what else it's really fun to see how you you're getting further and further into this stuff yeah it's kind of weird i like turned around the other day and i'm like oh side projects like paid the rent this month that's kind of cool yeah, yeah. Can, uh, it's fun. We can it's fun. switch switch this around. <laughs> you know, like I remember when uh, you know when we first found out about you and you started writing, and 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 now to look at the way that you kind of basically have created this whole little business is just so cool. I love seeing this stuff. Like it's just it warms my heart. And I, buddy, I really hope that you are able to, if you want to, to just basically just get rid of all other types of boring work. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that. I work for my family business, so I, I can't uh, knock it too hard. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy right now with everything that's going on. It's fun. Good. It's definitely a fun balance of uh, fun work and work work. And, you know, writing for Everyday Carry is super cool because it's like a lot. It's a lot bigger than uh, edjelly.com, yeah. which is kind of like you really got to watch what you're saying. And, you know, we have an editor over there and it's like it's a different kind of experience, but it's been super fun. And uh, yeah. It, it was fun uh, watching Bernard, um, how how far he's he's come in, in what he's doing with that blog. It's pretty intense. Yeah, he actually just moved to New York City. So uh, that's that's super cool. And uh, hopefully it'll bring a lot more uh, opportunities for the site. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. Well, good. Well, we appreciate you coming on, man. I, it's, been, it's been too long and hopefully won't be this uh, long next time as you, you, you keep dropping this magic uh, on us and we're going to we're going to keep dragging you in here to uh, put up with me and Mike. Is that OK? Yeah, that's the new goal is to do stuff uh, interesting enough so that Brad will email me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, wow. it's difficult. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it took me a year this time. We'll, uh, we'll cut that in half for sure. All right. I'll work. I'll work on that on, on mine, too. <laughs> Well, I, I really appreciate it, Ed. Uh, I it's always great to me. talk to you, Ed. Likewise. Yeah, and hopefully, um, you know, we have yet to meet in person, but, uh, you know, It'll I, happen. I, I feel it soon. You know, I, I feel it coming soon. So thanks for coming on, and uh, we will talk to you soon. And, uh, Mike, I love you, man, but get us out of here. I'm tired of hearing your voice. <laughs> I bought something during today's show. What? You'll find out next week. <sighs> If you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 162. If you want to find Brad's work online, he's over at penaddict.com and he is at dowdyism on Twitter, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. Ed, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, Twitter is at edjelly, D-O-T-C-O-M, edjelly.com. Instagram's always a fun place, instagram.com slash edjelly, E-D-J-E-L-L-E-Y, and of course at edjelly.com. 
Awesome. I'll have all the links to those in the show notes. And you can find Brad on Instagram as well. He's penaddict. I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E, on all the social networks. Thanks again to our sponsors this week, lynda.com and Penchalet. Go check them out and help support the show. And we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Bye.